guys forget to clear my throat before I start. Hey everyone, welcome to an online friend simulator because everyone can use a friend even online. I am Francis, aka the other guy, the voice here to provide you with a little friendship in a time of loneliness and strife, a time where you might feel like no one else understands you, where maybe no one else gets where you're coming from. Hopefully, I can provide a little oasis to where you feel like you're not alone, that you've at least got a friend in someone who is a disembodied voice, at the very least. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, how's everyone doing? Um, a new month, a new episode. I really should stop doing this monthly. <laughs> it's terrible. But I do have so much to say, so much has happened since the last time we spoke. In the last round of uh, the show, things were very much deep in a pandemic. People were separated. People were abiding by the rules and saying, hey, we'll stay home. We won't see each other. It's fine. Time passed. People got angry. Events happen, things just got crazy, and the world seems to have gone to a place where I don't even know how to equate it into anything tangible, but that also means more and more people out there, more and more people are feeling divided, more and more people feel like they're being lost, more and more people feel like they're being removed from familiarity, from comfort, from a place that they felt was safe. And because the world is a little different right now, Online Friend Simulator will continue to do so and be different in certain ways. Because like in the last time we spoke, it was me kind of just sharing my thoughts on recent events that happened in my own personal life, things that have changed some introspection into knowing what kind of person I am, what kind of human being I am, and that I'm not necessarily cut out for a lot of different things, let alone another person in my life. Something I'm finding also that I'm not cut out for either is social media. I know that social media is a percent of a percent. It is not a reflection of the real world. But a lot of people make friends online. A lot of people make connections online. People develop relationships. They develop friendships from people they learn, they met, learn <laughs> that they met on Twitter, on Facebook, or on World of Warcraft or whatever. Right? Like there's so many different outlets now where you can meet and and see other people and and find love that way. A friend of mine on Twitter found love through Twitter. She found her girlfriend that way. And that's awesome. I think that social media was a great way to connect to people of like mindedness, where people were able to share their fandoms, their thoughts, their feelings, their everything. Now I'm at a loss. 
because I feel like I've been naive this entire time. I know if you're out there listening to this and there's, you know, there's a handful of you out there. So thank you for continually to download the show and listen and give it a shot. If this is your first show, I apologize that it's during hard and tumultuous times. But it's making me feel what I felt so many years ago. Something I didn't really talk about, about my past, about my, even my, well, my past relationship, really, that kind of hit home for me really, really hard, was that during a trip that she and I and my family were taking, I felt like she has been, she was distant and that she was like, she, she just wasn't very communicative and like there was something off and I could tell and I asked her, I was like, what's going on? Like, is everything all right? Like, why are you, you know, acting this way? And I'll never forget what she said to me. Well, actually, it was in text because we didn't want to disturb the family. We're all in like one big van traveling through a foreign country. You know, we didn't want to disturb anyone with our little spat. But she says in a little text to me. I'm learning to lie. I'm trying to be as good a liar so you won't expect it. So you can never tell whether I'm telling you the truth or I'm lying to you. It's a weird thing to write. But it hurt. And I think that's why she wrote it. Because I don't I'm not a fan of lying. (laughs) I'm a fan of the truth. I'm a fan of someone who's willing to tell me to my face what's going on and what's wrong, et cetera. And she wrote those things and I thought, wow, okay, okay. And so for a long time, I didn't trust people in general. It was hard to trust people because who else had that kind of motive? Who else was kind of having fun at, at people's other expense? You know, how many people are out there in the world who all they want to do is watch the world burn? And as you age and as you get older, you realize there's a lot of people out in the world that want to watch the world burn. And that's where I feel like I need to talk about this for a few minutes. I know it's not, this This does directly affect friendship because I feel like a lot of people are losing friends over what I feel 10 years ago could have been talked about, could have been discussed, could have been uh, um, differences where we could have accepted. Yeah, okay. Look, the good outweighed the bad. But I think we now are in a situation we now are in at least an online social construct where you must be perfect. There are no rooms. There is no room. There are no rooms. <laughs> Tell me, English is my second language. I, I, I cannot emphasize this enough. Um, there's no room for error. None, right? I look online and everyone who is well-meaning, who has done good in their life, the moment they don't fit this box 
that they might be a little outside this box, they are automatically shunned and become the enemy. And it came to that realization, back to that lie thing, is that, I don't know if people lie really much anymore. Maybe there is a lot of lying. Sure. I don't know. I'm beginning to believe, though, that everyone has their own truth. No one has the same truth anymore, which makes sense. We all live our own lives, right? Like we all live our own lives. We all have our own experiences. We have our own uh, parenting, you know, people who parented us. You know, everyone lived differently. Everyone experienced life differently. So everyone has a definitive truth that is their own. And I'm not talking about like, I'm, 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 I'm actually, I'm not, you know, I'm not talking about just like, um, well, I, you know, uh, about, you know, this one kid believes in Santa, this other kid doesn't believe in Santa. I'm talking about like in unequivocal truths, things that would be backed up by facts, because facts no longer mean anything anymore. Because <laughs> someone will show you, hey, here's some factual scientific information about something. And then this person over here will say, well, here's some factual scientific information that says that's not true. So who's, who's telling the truth? What is real and what is not? And I'm here to say, I don't think it matters anymore. I don't think people really actually care about the truth. I think people are more willing to destroy friendships and relationships and be right and be righteous and be a feel superior than to, you know, bend a little bit or to listen to another side or to have any type of conversation or any type of discourse. I think we're there and it's destroying friendships Friendships that were fragile already, people are already having a hard time obtaining, maintaining, and, and and remaining in friendships. And now here we are, where at least again, in the small world that is online, and maybe not just online, I mean, I'm seeing it outside of the internet as well, but people just refuse to have any form of understanding, empathy. That word gets thrown around all the time online and in person and just everywhere. I hear the word empathy all over the place. And I don't think people realize what, know what, that, what that really means, right? I think people just throw the word empathy in a way to say, well, you should be empathetic and just, you know, uh, forget your beliefs and forget your feelings, forget your thoughts, and just, you know, understand where I'm coming from. I don't have to understand where you're coming from because you're the wrong person in my head. You're wrong. But have empathy for me because I'm the one that's right. I think that's what they're using empathy for now. I could be wrong. Look, I, I'm an idiot. <laughs> I'm a complete moron. But that's what I'm observing at the very least. By definition, here, I will take a definition from Merriam-Webster's Dictionary. I think people will appreciate and accept the definition of empathy from the Merriam 
Webster Dictionary? Who knows? Maybe they think they're a bunch of liars. Who knows? Here's the word. They actually have someone say it. Let's see what it sounds like. Empathy. Ooh, look at that. The action of understanding, being aware of being sensitive to and vicariously experiencing the feelings, thoughts, and experiences of another, of either the past or present, or having the feelings, thoughts, and experience fully communicated in an objective, explicit manner. Okay, that's really complicated. That's really complicated. <laughs> that's a lot of words. Uh, let's get <laughs> here's empathy from dictionary.com. The ability to understand and share the feelings of another. That's pretty so that's pretty succinct, I guess. Wow, Miriam Webster, that's a pretty good definition, but boy oh boy. I don't know if that's something that that that's a lot of big words and big concepts that even I, I mean, like I said, I'm an idiot and a moron. Like, that's hard for me to wrap my head around. But that's where we are now, right? To be able to understand, right? And share the feelings of another. But it, it's quite often, from what I can tell, a very one-way street. And so we live in a world of personal truths, personal facts. Truth and facts are now in individual states. There's no universal truths anymore. I mean, people believe the, I mean, there are flat earthers still, right? The truth apparently no longer (laughs) is concrete. It is a ball of squishy, just, just gelatinous, molded, whatever you want it to be to fit whatever makes you feel better. (laughs) That's what it is. And this is why I believe that empathy is hard. I know everyone wants to say, I have empathy. I have empathy. I don't know if people, I mean, there are probably a lot of people, maybe. I don't know. I don't think so. I got to stick to an answer. I don't think there's actually a lot of people with empathy. If empathy were easy, we wouldn't be where we are now, biting each other's heads off, hating people for the littlest things, even though for them, it's not little to me. Okay. It's not little to you. But you didn't take the second to look from their pers- the other person's perspective and why they said what they said or did what they did. And I'm not talking about terrible stuff, like the terrible stuff that's been happening recently, <laughs> mind you. Like, that's, you know, not just terrible and gross and and there's video of it and like i'm not talking about that stuff there's evidence that shows that there's terrible human beings out there i'm talking about stuff where people will say something and automatically you just like you have to, yeah attack them because it doesn't just it just doesn't fit into you know it, it just you, you're not willing to see it outside of your own narrow point of view so therefore it's automatically wrong automatically evil um, there was, I need to find it. This is going to take a second. Um, someone posted an amazing thing that I thought was so true and encompassed. So I didn't even think about this, this, this episode for weeks. And someone posted a thing on Facebook of all things, a meme that encompassed pretty much everything. I just like, Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, wow. That is, that is so much where I'm, my head is. That is so much what I was thinking. Here it is. Uh, let's see if I can find it. I hope I find it. It's going to be sad if I can't. Um, oh my god, why do you have to post all these things? <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Wow. Okay, this person posted a lot, so it'll take me a second to find. Uh, no. Uh, should I remove this part? Should I not put this in here, or should I just keep looking for this little thing that I thought was really funny and really income? Oh well, it doesn't really matter. I guess if you get the idea, it was something to the effect of like, um, I like oranges. And the response was, well, what about bananas? And wait a minute, you didn't say anything about, um, you know, pineapples and strawberries either. Uh, please educate yourself. It's like, what? what? <laughs> Something that I I mean, I probably tore it up very badly. I'm pretty sure I did it wrong. But boy, oh boy, that's pretty much finding online nowadays that's pretty much social media which is why i'm very 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 tempted to pretty much delete all my social media because wow is it a cesspool it's <laughs> just a cesspool of people who are so eager to be to want to be right who are so eager to want to be better than everybody else it is just i mean there are a few people a few, well, no, there's, I say a few. There's many people on there whom I can consider friends, whom I adore, and would not want to lose those means of communications with them. But boy, oh boy, does does the rest of that social media make it that much harder? Just, it's so difficult, <laughs> like painfully difficult. It's ridiculous, and I don't get it. In all honesty, I don't get why we need to. Um, Oh, here it is. Here it is. Here it is. I prefer mangoes to oranges. Me, I prefer mangoes to oranges. Random person. So basically what you're saying is that you hate oranges. You also failed to mention pineapples, bananas, and grapefruits. Educate yourself. Like, yes, that's that it, that encompasses so much of social media. It's like, wh- what? Why are we arguing? Why do we hate ourselves? I think we just do. I think I think we've we've gotten comfortable. I think we've gotten comfortable to the point where now we just we have nothing we have nothing better to do than to just hate on each other and and alienate each other and 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 bully each other. And I I am going to use this word bully a lot <laughs> because the people oh my god so many hypocrites online the people who hate bullying who think it's wrong what do they do they bully other people. And they feel justified for it. Well, I'm doing the right kind of bullying as opposed to the bullying that that other people do. That 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 that's bad. Okay, <laughs> bullying is bullying. Like what? I don't I don't understand. Like nobody is interested in winning anyone over anymore. Nobody's willing to have a discussion. Nobody wants to share ideas. Nobody wants to share thoughts. Nobody wants. To share opinions. Nobody cares about your opinion. Nobody cares about your experiences, your thoughts. People just want to invalidate everybody left and right. Just because you're not better as good as they are. Look how great I am. Because right now, which is the funny part to me, society ebbs and flows just like the rest of it. Just like everything else ebbs and flows. Just like we as people ebb and flow. Just like we all, you know, we, we learn and we grow and we change our ideals and we change our way of thinking. And these people, these folks who are so self-righteous, who believe they are, at some point, they're going to do something wrong. 
and they're going to be kicked out of the very stuff that they loved held so dear. And they're like, what did I do? What? Oh, they did to me what I did to everyone else. I don't understand. And look, this, I, I guess I am hating on these people. I think what I hate really is the lack of just real and true empathy, like actually really trying to understand other people instead of constantly over and over and over again, looking for the bad guy in everybody looking for the, this is why I never share any of my thoughts or feelings on stuff online, because all I have to do is say it wrong or say it with a certain, you know, a, a word that's out of place. And all of a sudden I'm the bad guy. It's why I keep all of my social media to stupid stuff because you don't, you can't, you can't, no one can hate you on stupid stuff. I mean, they can, but it's a lot less important when I say I don't like Justice League or I like Scott Pilgrim or, you know, I love Persona, the Persona of game series or whatever. Like no one's going to, you know, throw you to the, the wolves if you just talk about your fandoms. But the moment I, I talk about anything that's remotely political or remotely in support of something or against something, I don't think it's worth the fight because no one's going to listen to my, what am I doing? All I'm doing is screaming into the echo chamber by sharing those thoughts, one echo chamber or another. It doesn't matter which one I'm yelling into some, so someone's echo chamber to what someone wants to hear. And then I lose people on one side or I lose people on the other. And maybe you're thinking, well, why keep the, why would you want to keep anyone who has a different opinion than you? Because I can freaking learn from them. I can learn why. Why do they not think this way? What is their reasoning behind it? Instead of just being like, F you, F off, which is really what all I see is the uh, the amount of discussion that I see from celebrities, from people with blue check marks all over the internet. It's like, and then people applauding. Yeah, you know, just, you know. We shouldn't have to understand each other. We should just keep hating each other. And like, I, I'm, I mean, we, is that it? Is that, I mean, for the longest time, love, not hate. I remember being a thing, but all we do as a society online, I'm not talking about in person, even though, again, I know that in person, it happens as well. I mean, look at, you know, look what's going on around you right now. But all anyone wants to do at the moment, aside from the big thing, again, the big, huge thing that's happening, again, I don't want to talk about it because, geez, I say it and then everyone loses their ass. But, you know, there's a, you know, things are going on. And, I, and you know, okay. But for the people who are losing their friends, for the people who have already are having a hard time finding connections with folk. This isn't helping. And I know you don't care. That shows you have no empathy because <laughs> you don't care. Nobody does. If you freaking cared, that means empathy. Because that means you care about their plight. You care about how they got there. You care about their their mentality, what they're thinking, how they're thinking, why they're thinking, why they are the way they are. You care. 
But all you people out there who scream and yell how much you're a loving, caring individual. Now you know why I don't believe. Then now I know. Now you know why I think everyone has their own truths. Why I don't. Why I have a hard time believing people. Because we are so willing to lie to ourselves and believe we're this person when we don't prove it. And it hurts my heart and it causes me anxiety and it causes me pain. And this is the problem because ever since I was young, probably my early teens, the reason why I went to psychology into the first place was why do people do the things they do? I don't understand. It fascinates me on why folk do what they do. I'm fascinated by it. I love it. It's probably why I get along with people. Because I'm not going to, you know, you, had, you lived the life that got you to this place. You lived the life that got you to where you're thinking how you are right now. What got you there? Okay. Are you my enemy? No? Great. You're going to kill me? No? Great. That's how I got to, to, to talk to, you know, people of different religions, people of different faiths, which I think now everything's a religion. Everything. Everything's a religion. There's no, and we're in like a holy war. <laughs> There's no nuance. You know, everything's just, you're on my side, you're the enemy. I believe in this thing. Well, that's not enough. You have to believe exactly as I do. You have to have the exact same tenets as I do. Otherwise, you're the enemy. Who can live up to that? Not many. Because we all live different lives. We all have experienced different things. We're all not going to end up in that same template that you want us to be in. Impossible. The funny part is that you can't win no matter what. Even if you are someone who fits that template. Because there's going to be someone out there. Someone out there who sees something wrong with what you just did. No, you support a thing. Well, you didn't support it enough. Oh, you're for a thing. Well, you didn't say the right words. Oh, you're an advocate for this. Well, obviously you're not because you would have done this. You can't win. You can't win. And it's scary. Which is why, you know, maybe I will give up the internet. Maybe I will. Maybe I'll just, just delete Twitter and delete. Well, Facebook has really, Facebook, weirdly enough, has not given me any troubles. I, I go on Facebook and, well, I don't go enough. I go once every couple days. To check it out. And really, it's just to you know, scan a few things, like a few things, and move on with life. Twitter is the one that sucks the life out of me. Twitter is the one that has pretty much taken years out of my life. <laughs> I might give that up. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe I just have to unfollow a bunch of people. Who knows? It's hard to get away from it. It's hard to get away from just the vitriol that everyone has. And again, it's not the... It's not, what they stand for is the fact that I see people say they are one thing and they completely another thing, something completely different. That they're willing to 
drop people like like they're like they're nothing. Like they don't mean anything. And yet here we are we're trying to fight that people do mean something. That people actually mean something. And yet we treat other people like they don't. I don't get it. How does that work? How do we live in a world where we're going to be continuously hypocritical and just lie to ourselves? And I just want people to be safe. I want people to be okay. I want people to have a discussion. I want people to open their hearts and open their minds. I don't want people to drop folk just like that. The world's already hostile. We already are scavenging for as many friends as we possibly can. And again, some of us don't even have the means to do it in a proper way. Or we're so scared that making a new friend is just so difficult. So what do we do? The only answer I have is to practice true empathy. To not just throw people away. To understand, to listen, to learn. And if you throw me away for that, okay. I get you. I already don't think I mean that much to many people anyway. It's good to know I didn't mean that much to you either. But please, please reach out. Please try to show some empathy. Anyway, all right, on a lighter note. <laughs> All uh, right, Kalevko says on the last episode of Online Friend Simulator, where I pretty much bare my soul, I will read uh, the entirety of this message. If you want to leave a voicemail, go do so. I do have a uh, sincere sarcasm up. So, Tommy, if you're listening to this, you have a couple of voicemails on there that I will be playing. I'm going to resurrect that show uh, per uh, Dave the Drummer's uh, blessing. So nonsense and shenanigans and uh, sound bites all over the place and just really <laughs> a morning zoo-ish type show for if you're looking for something that's not as heavy as this um, and by the way please tell me I'm wrong I, 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 I can take it I'm willing to have a discussion I'm willing to talk to people about how much of a moron I am I'm more than happy to do that that's cool uh, but anyway, here you go. Right, Kalevko says, Sorry, Francis, we, ha we, your fans, are here for you as much as we can be and as much as it allows us to be. It's been a long time, but I think I can sympathize with what you're going through. It may not help to read me typing this, but it is a poor ex excuse to attempt to reach out and find a, a relatable experience. It's, it's all right. It is easier to be depressed when there are fewer pressing and immediate activities that need, needs one's attention. Looking deep into the darkness of the quiet stillness of time, the entropy that exists, which by our sheer existence, we are constantly fighting against. So, <laughs> God, you're always so deep with this stuff. It's so, 
Love it. Love it. Love it. Someone I heard once commented the pa- that pain and struggle is a fuel of creativity innovation. That difficult times create hard, strong people and easy times make soft, weak people. Like the fire and hammer and anvil, which forges the strongest of weapons. Mm, I can see this actually replying to times like now. Uh, there are billions of people on the third rock from a star. We call our sun. Not all get along. Not all are compatible with each of these billions. But sheer statistics say it is possible. But how much difficulty is one willing to endure to find so small numbers of persons among those billions which can be compatible with emotionally uh, and physically? Some of the best things are earned, not given, or so some may say. Is happiness, contentment, fulfillment something that can be earned, or is it something given by something outside of our individual control? Ah, settling. There is a lot of discussion that can be had around that, especially as one gets older, but how much of settling is giving into entropy? How much of settling is being content with what one has? Definitely different potential philosophies connected to each of these questions. Virtual comforting pats on the shoulder, as the Rembrandt song says, I'll be there for you. Thank you so much. Right, Calif Kosher, absolutely right. Um, It has been a discussion since I started doing Geek Love Radio, you know, is there someone in that great big, big, big vast world? It's why I frequent Forever Alone and Forever Alone 30 plus, et cetera. It's just like, you know, there's these people who have experienced never having had relationships or love or, or that type of intimacy. And again, I, I am interested in understanding these type of people and not necessarily finding a cure, but maybe finding ways that isn't um, pandering. <laughs> that are legitimate like ways that they can find others of like mind and uh, uh, of like experience and maybe, you know, get out of this loneliness. Um, but that's, I think that may be too big a task for me. Who knows? I don't know. Um, but yeah, it, um, I don't know if we necessarily earn happiness. I think that it's it's a toss-up. That's the beauty about life. Life is a toss-up. Life is luck. Life is random. You know, people say, yeah, you know, it's all about the amount of effort you put in. But there's so many people who put all of the effort in the world and get nothing from it. And so we have to create our own happiness. We have to create what brings us joy. And I think it's again kind of it's a point of it's a point of view thing. It's kind of seeing the world through a different set of lenses. Like, well, wait a minute, is the world awesome or does the world suck? How can you tell? Well, I got candy today or something. Can be the one thing in your day that makes your day awesome. For instance, like somebody gave me a word that's original. Some old lady gave me a word that's original, right, from her purse. And she said, here, here, sweetie, have yourself a sweet, you know, whatever. I don't think they say sweetie and then have yourself a sweet. That'd be weird, but eh, maybe not. And so, hey, you got a candy from a nice old lady who you helped to cross the street. Boom. Good. Day is good. You have a reason to be happy. But at the same time. We can let things that are pretty small make our day worse. Oh my God, I stepped in a puddle today. My day is ruined. It's really our mentality. It really is how we view the world a lot of times. And 
making the best of what we have. It's 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 a really cliche thing to say, but I think part, that's part of it. I'm not saying that's all of it. I'm saying that's part of it. The rest of it is luck, and the rest of it is, you know, it, 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 it's the randomness of the world. It's the random number generators, R and Jesus. You know, how do we roll? Will we roll a nat twenty? Will we roll a nat one? How does that affect our lives? Anything can happen. That's the beauty of it. Anything can happen, given a set of circumstances. That's the one thing I, I often kind of focus on when I meet new people. Like, oh, for instance, Raquel left Coast. Oh, if I didn't, I did something I never do, which was hang out in a common area at a convention by myself and, allow, and, and just normally I just keep to myself. I'll turn around, not talk to anyone, but on this particular convention, people sat down in my seat, started to talk to me. A father and son talked to me. A woman talked to me. Then, then right cow and his wife talked to me. It's like, that's cool. But it wouldn't have happened if I didn't do what I normally do, which is like grab some food from the, this little common area and then leave, which is, was what I wanted to do. But I made a choice, one choice that led me to making a friend and making, you know, you know, listener, uh, you know, from one person. I mean, who, whoa, that's crazy. Same thing with like, um, you know, meeting all my friends, really. It's a set of circumstances that if one choice was changed, none of it would have happened. Like, it's really interesting to think about. And I think that's how you have to look at it, right? Like, for the good, not the bad. Don't dwell on the bad. <laughs> Don't like, oh, my God, if I didn't do that. Like, look, bad stuff will always happen to some degree, you know. But if you look at the good that way, in that positive, serendipitous way, it's like, okay, okay. It's easier to be happy. When it comes to relationships, though, whole other story. And who knows? Anyway, I'm rambling now. I've been talking for a while. Thanks, everyone, for listening. You guys have been awesome. Please stay safe out there. I know that we're, um, it's the, you know, there's a lot going on. There's a lot of just moving parts. And I hope everyone takes care and is just, is well. And for those who are aching for friendship, those looking for those friends, please, you know, you can write in of S O F S show at gmail.com. I think I could have made the email a little bit harder. <laughs> OFS online friend simulator, OFS show at gmail.com. Uh, 347-450-4335 is the voicemail. I haven't checked the voicemail recently, but if you did leave a voicemail, I will play it for the next episode. I promise. Um, unless it's Tommy who has a, a, a dirty mouth and I will, um, play that for sincere sarcasm, uh, for moving forward. So, yeah. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> uh, and so there you go. Uh, thanks so much, everyone, for, again, for listening. Uh, since you start, has on Ed is a website and at AKA the other guy is my Twitter and Instagram handle for how long? Who knows? <laughs> Maybe I'll stay, you know, and just limit my time on there before I like want to pull my hair out or smash my head into a wall or something. Anyway, there you go. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Talk to you all later. Bye, everyone. Be well. You have a friend in me. I don't know. That sounded so insincere. And besides, we have a friend in me. Well, as an afterthought. All right, I've got to stop talking. Bye, everyone.